If you are looking for holistic wisdom and a plan to reclaim your fertility to help you create a healthy family for generations to come, you're in the right place. This is Fertile Minds Radio. day six because you're yeah. almost at the agreement to yourselves of seven days of mindfulness and morning meditation which is awesome such a lovely gift to give to yourself so today we are going to talk about not talk we are going to practice <laughs> basically what the ultimate goal of meditation is which is to stay in that uh, place that we've been talking about, like the, the place of consciousness or awarefulness in your heart and to not shut down. So no matter what comes at you from the external world, whatever the circumstances in the, the, the external world, and whatever the story is that you're telling yourself about um, what is happening is typically what makes us shut down, right? Like we feel a pain and we feel a pain come into our heart. And we don't want to feel that. So we either start talking to ourselves with the same repetitious story, kind of already defining how it's going to be, or we reach for something that is going to change our um, chemical state, whether that is food or alcohol or recreational drugs, or maybe some of us just bury our head in the sand and go to sleep. Um, Anything to move away from um, the uncomfortableness of and instead of learning to be in it and leave our hearts open. And that really is the goal of why we do all of these practices is so that we can show up in our waking day-to-day life completely open, completely not neutral all the time, but just observing the fluctuations of the mind and the emotions that they create and realizing that we can, in fact, stay in that place, in that seat of the soul you know, that we've kind of referenced if energetically, if you are able to feel it, it's, it's like when you climb back up into your heart, into the back, as if you are like at the top of the stadium, kind of looking out and down. That's how I like to think of it. Like I'm at a raised baseball game and I've climbed all the way up at the top to get away from the cowbells. <laughs> and I am just, I'm kind of taking it all in without judgment. And one of the most extraordinary ways that I have found in my practice over the years to do that is by taking silence, right? And a lot of us are really terrified of silence. We think of taking silence as something that we only do when something really tragic happens, like when someone passes. Um, and, And of course, that's appropriate. But it is appropriate to take moments of silence in your life, either by yourself, or with your loved ones, inviting them to join in that exercise together um, when we need to find our footing again, right? And we need to climb back up and we need to be aware of how we are coloring our surroundings and creating our feelings. Um, And I will say the first time that I did a long swath of silence, and I know we've got a couple people on the call today that have done days of silence in traditional Buddhist meditation. it, the first day, for me at least, was um, uh, quite terrifying. <laughs> um, it was like I recognized all the things that just like weren't um, working for me, 
right? And how I how I wanted to escape from them. And I didn't have access to any of these things, which was quite good. Um, and then the next day, what I found was this tremendous gift of peace. And uh, I had this sudden ability to, to just observe in a way in my day-to-day that I had never had before. I was able to see how my thoughts really created this ripple, even if I didn't say them, how they started to change the circumstance around me. And I want to suggest that you do an exercise of silence with your partner. (laughs) Um, There are some rules for this, okay? You do not inform them that silence is happening unless you want a fight. Right? Like I, I I taught this one time and somebody just went to the dinner table and informed their entire family that they were eating in silence. It did not go well. Um, so what I'm suggesting is, is that in the um, recorded section of this, there's a five minute uh, recorded meditation already uploaded in there. That is a chocolate mindfulness exercise, right? Everybody loves chocolate. Everybody's on for that. And basically what you're going to do is you're going to take as long as you can to eat this piece of chocolate. So maybe after dinner, you say to something along the lines of, um, hey, I, I learned this exercise today where we're really going to savor and we're going to use our senses and we're going to, we're going to eat this piece of chocolate together as slowly as we can. And then we're going to try an hour of silence if you're down for this experiment to see what it's like. My husband and I did this uh, last week for about, I don't know, probably about four or five hours. And it was awesome. Um, and it started out on a walk. We were, we were getting a little nippy with each other, <laughs> being completely honest, um, to the point where he looked at me, he stopped with the dog and he said, that's the story you're telling yourself. And I was like, oh, oh snap, it is. This is the story I'm telling myself. And I was like, you know what I think we need? I think we just need to drop into deep presence with each other. I said, you want to do an experiment with me? Let's see how long we can be in silence for one with one another um, and be really, really present. This doesn't mean go into silence and then check out on your phone. This is go into silence and, and be okay within yourself first and then be okay basking in the presence and the vibration of that other person. Um, and there's a deep, deep connectedness that comes from that. And it was, it was quite awesome. Instead of having a fight and making up, we just a little, were like, oh, we're both feeling a little contemptuous and we need to like drop back into that place within ourselves. And we were able to, to spend a really glorious afternoon together. So um, I suggest that you try that. What we are going to do today is we are going to teach you kind of the stop gaps, if you will, of how to be in silence comfortably, because it can get real loud in there if you don't have this exercise to basically understand right when you're being triggered. Okay. So there's this thing that my teacher calls the emotional tell. And the emotional tell is different of like where it lives in everybody's body. Um, typically, you have the same place, sometimes different emotions will evoke a different emotional tell for you. But like mine tends to be like right at the solar plexus, like a, a butterfly feeling. Other people's will sometimes feel like their throat is closing. Other people feel like a little, um, you know, those dolls that you would like push the bottom and their knees would go out from underneath them. Sometimes people, when they get an emotional tell, they feel like they're going to fall right down like that doll. 
So we're going to start with the exercise of remembering where that is within our bodies and breathing through it. And then I'm going to lead you through an exercise called soda, where you actually learn to let it go and then climb back up into the seat of your heart and into that place of observance. So this is like what we're always working to in, in, in meditation is to live there all the time, but you are human. And so the, the key to that is when you get knocked off is knowing how to climb back up, right? So that's what we're going to do today. So take a nice, long, slow, deep breath through your nose and out through your mouth. And gently let your eyes close. Just find that comfortable position for your spine. Maybe raising the shoulders up and letting them fall down. A little micro adjustment of the chin to the spine, opening up the back of the neck that's often so tight. So just beginning to move your awareness to your breath. Just noticing whatever rhythm and rate that it is at this morning. Is it shallow? Is it deep? Is it quick? Just noticing. Maybe starting to deepen the breath into the belly. As you exhale, pulling the navel into the spine, using the physical body to empty the lungs, just letting go of anything that no longer serves you. Inhaling nice and deep. And exhaling twice as long. One more time, long, so deep breath in and out. We need to bring that quality of mind into that observant quality of mind into your heart. Climb all the way up into the top of the stadium of yourself and just look out. Look out, feel out. Use all of your senses to just take in the surroundings around you for a moment. to just ask yourself, who am I when I am my best self? And just notice 
what that feels like in your body. And I want you to recall something that has caused you discomfort within the last few days. Maybe it was a verbal exchange or an article that you read that scared you or maybe anything. We're not going super deep, but just, just something that caused you discomfort. And I want you to scan your body and notice where the emotional tell is. Don't overthink it, it's the first place your mind goes. Let your mind settle there, let your mind be with it, let it be in the mind. And then ever so gently, bring in the 16 seconds of breathing. So observing, putting your mind on the breath as you inhale to the count of four. Observing as you hold it to the count of four. Observing as you exhale to the count of four. Or hold for the count of four. One more time, inhaling to the count of four. Holding. Observe as you exhale. And observe as you hold. And just let your breath return to normal. And hopefully what you have noticed is that you had a pattern interrupt. You were able to head off that physiological, biochemical rush of stress that was created by recall. Just by deciding to move your attention to the breath. This is super helpful anytime you become aware that this is bubbling up. This is not a distraction but it's a way to temper the signal and then you can come back to that thing, to that space with more clarity. The idea is that we do this in the moment. If you're like, oh, that took the edge off, but not completely, we're gonna go a little deeper. And to visualize yourself in that experience, that exchange, whatever it was, as if you were viewing yourself as another person. And as soon as you feel the emotional tell come up in your body, I want you to say the words to yourself silently. Stop. Notice that that also creates a shift. The next step in this is observe. Observe yourself as if you were out of yourself. Observe the situation. Observe what your body wants to do. Does it want to fight or does it want to cut and run? Just observe without judgment. Notice your pattern.
The next step is to detach. You may imagine that in this situation, you crossed your arms to create a detachment between you and the person in front of you. Well, maybe you just gently pushed yourself away from the table using body language to detach. Or maybe you even detached in terms of coming up outside of your body and continuing to observe and look down. Sometimes we do this as a way to feel more comfortable leaving our physical body and coming up. Whatever yours is, it is perfect and correct. Don't overthink it. Just watch it happen. This gives you a little bit of space. Whatever you do, you do not cut and run. You do not leave the room. You stay in it. And then the next step is the most important. That is awarefulness. What would my best self do or say in this moment? How does my best self just stay here? And problem solve from a neutral, non-emotional place. And just listen. The acronym for you to remember is SODA. S is for stop. O is for observe. D is for detach. A is for awarefulness. What would the most aware part of you do and say? Doesn't mean that we don't address the situation. It means that we stay in the situation and we learn to be with it until we can have a creative solution. Now that you have the keys to silence, you'll know what to use later and in your waking life, anytime you feel your emotional cells, that you can climb back up into the seat of your heart. So take a long, slow, deep breath in and then just let this exercise go with the exhale. One more time, long, slow, deep breath in. Bring your awareness back into the heart. Back into that primo seat. Maybe you place your hand there to connect with your tender heart. Just remind yourself that it's okay to break patterns and that you are not your uncomfortableness, that you have the courage to stay in it until it passes. So you can give yourself a hug from the inside out by recalling something that you are 
grateful for. Let that feeling of gratitude wash over you, through you, around you. If you would like to sit in silence today, if you want to practice silence, every time you become aware that you've drifted, come back into this heart center. Maybe you keep your hand on your heart and just give yourself a little tap. Come back when you realize you've drifted or if you are not quite ready for silence yet, that's totally okay. Just use the mantra, Om Mani Padme Hum. Om Mani Padme Hum. Om Mani Padme Hum means the jewel is inside. It does, and you are right with it, right in your heart right now. This is the safest place you could ever come. So the choice is yours, silence or Om Mani Padme Hum. Om Mani Padme Hum.
If you used a mantra, just let gently let it go. In silence, just continue to sit in silence. From this deep place inside of yourself, inside of your heart, have a gentle thought of connecting with everybody on this call. And if you don't know them or they're spread across the globe, just send a gentle thought of kindness, loving compassion, just connectedness. It shouldn't be hard because we're in this place within our heart. This is when we are connected to everything that ever was and ever will be, everything that is. And if you'd like to join me in sealing your practice with an omen, you can exhale wherever you are in that cycle of breath. Inhale to prepare. Thank you for sharing your light with the world by showing up for yourself, by recognizing that you don't have to do days of silence. You can just be purposeful and take a few moments to go inside of yourself. I hope you will take this to your partners and see if you can drop in and have a grounded, meaningful time of togetherness. It doesn't have to be super serious. I tr trust me, there were lots of charades that happened in our five hours. <laughs> but it, it helped to open up a sense of lightheartedness and kind of childlike wonder by doing that. So that's my wish for all of you that you guys just play with your partners today, right? And have an imaginary silence game. Just remember, ask them. Don't tell them that it's happening, okay? That's the one rule. And anytime in that silence where you feel an emotional tell, drop into your 16 seconds of breathing. If that's not enough, go into the soda. Stop, observe, detach, become aware. But whatever you do, don't leave. Don't cut and run because that's no better than the fighter, right? The flighter is just as bad as the fighter because nothing gets accomplished. Everything stays the same. We ingrain that pattern. We have to be willing to drop in and to be there in our uncomfortableness. And then once we do that, once we like face the monster inside of us, it goes away. Kind of like the monster under your bed when you were a kid, right? 
All right, my friends, have fun. Go play with your partners. <laughs> there you have it. Day six. I'm so proud of you for continuing to show up for yourself. If you want access to these recordings, along with the other seven meditations in the classroom area, there's still time to sign up. Head over to Lady Potions for you and click the link in the bio. And while you're there, don't hesitate to DM me and let me know what you want to hear more of on the show. Thanks so much for listening. If you like this podcast, I would love it if you would leave a short review wherever you listen. Your stars and kind words help other women find this podcast when it's their turn to conceive. I would consider it the ultimate thank you. And you might even be chosen to hear your review read on one of our podcasts. Bye for now.